Hello, and welcome back to the all new, all different number one comics podcast bonus episode. I am Dan. I'm here with Nick. Nick, what is happening? How are you doing this week? Having a good week. How, yeah. how have you been, Dan? A okay. I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, we're like in that, uh, this I probably said this last episode, but we're in that cool period between um, Halloween and Thanksgiving. So everything's kind of fun. Like, I love, uh, I don't know about you, but like I kind of like going to like stores and stuff right now because it's like ramped up and like they're packed and everybody's buying stuff. So it's I don't know. I'm having fun. I I got the weekend off, so I went uh, out like shopping this morning for stuff and like you know doing some stuff around the house. Uh, I get to go to the studio tomorrow tomorrow and like record all day, so that'll be super fun. So oh, record music, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice drums. Yes, yes. I'm going to go record with my band. Uh, we're going to do like we've been slowly. Uh, I, I guess at first we we considered, you know, doing like a like an EP or, or something or like a, they kind of talked about a full length. And I was like, look, I don't want to go in the studio and record a full length. I did that before. And it's like unless you have like a huge following, you just sit on a bunch of stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, I, I don't see any point. Um, so we've been going in like, you know, kind of doing like just a song. Um, at, you know, at a studio or whatever. And it's been really fun. It's been really cool working with the engineer. There has been awesome. So I like it. Recording a full album is a task. It's no like small (laughs) feat. It's like really a lot of planning and you got to have all those songs perfectly down. And yeah, so totally understand where you're coming from with that. When you said that you were, uh, uh, buying out, your out buying stuff. Are you buying stuff for other people or are you buying stuff for yourself? Oh no. Yeah. For myself. Uh, we, we went to, <laughs> yeah, me and my wife went to like an estate sale this morning and, oh. you know, just bought a bunch of random stuff. So, like some, like we're, we're actually going to try this thing. Like we bought some like really big pictures, like, you know, framed and everything, uh, you know, like prints or whatever, like old crappy looking artwork. And, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to paint, um, they're, they're really big. So I'm going to paint one of my cats on one of them and she's going to paint the other cat on the other one. So we're going to do that and hang them up in our room and see how that goes. So that'll nice. be fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, just out doing that, you know, doing like, uh, doing like the target thing and everything. That's always fun. So yeah, the, during this time, I think there was a period in my life where uh, I hated it. I hated yeah. tons of people at the store. I hated oh, yeah, going exactly. out with my parents and like, <laughs> Oh, it's Christmas time again. I have to sit here and like, like uh, sit in line for like an hour or whatever and try and yes. get like uh, whatever it was that we needed for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. But as I've gotten older, I've kind of appreciated it a little bit more because I don't know. the I don't know what it is, but the more I go out and I like get more social, the more I enjoy it. Yep. And especially <laughs> with like random people around the community or random people at the store, you know, it's like, I don't know, but there is a ton. Uh, I I live in Southern California, so there mm-hmm. is lots of traffic. There's lots of people at the malls. There's lots of lots of stuff going on during this time for sure. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's just kind of fun. Whatever. <laughs> one one of those things. Uh, how about you though? How's how's your week been? Uh, week's been good. I went to see John Mayer last night with oh, my sweet. sister. My sister had uh, an extra ticket, and she was like, "I my friends can't go. Can you go with me?" And I was like, "Sure." And I've, I'm really a big fan of John Mayer's Continuum album. Uh, yeah. But he last night he did a solo show, so it was just him and a guitar. And wow. it, was, it was fantastic. He actually played piano, too. And I was like, oh, there's just nothing this guy can't do. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was kind of upset because he was playing piano, and he played it beautiful. And, I, and yeah. he was playing guitar. He would like play guitar and then put the guitar down and play piano and then play gu- the guitar again. And I was like, oh, oh man. man. 
come on <laughs> stop like, showing off give me a break dude yeah. especially like being a musician i'm like come on man like you can just play guitar don't make me feel bad for not knowing how to play all these instruments you know yeah like how are you gonna play guitar really really good sing really really good and then hop on piano too come on right yeah but wow. it was it was fantastic and um I did that last week i saw another another band uh on saturday it's the perks of living near los angeles you know sure yeah very awesome well cool well yeah uh, i was gonna i was gonna ask about your interview that you did with uh the guy we're gonna do the artist oh, okay. and uh writer of zawa uh, yeah um, so zawa in the belly of the beast how was it yeah it's uh michael god i you know in my head it's like so easy to say and then when i when i say it it's impossible uh the the Alinas, I think is how you pronounce it. I okay. believe that's how you say it. Michael you Dialinas. Should, um, you should know. I should know. Yes, <laughs> I should know. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna make clips of all these podcasts that we've done <laughs> so far and just put yeah. Michael and I'm just gonna uh edit all the parts where you can't say someone's name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a super cut of, of me like stumbling on everybody's name. I love <laughs> it. That that would be a, a, a great bonus episode all in its own <laughs> <laughs> give me 30 yeah, minutes uh, of that <laughs> yeah exactly probably longer uh yeah no michael was so cool he was i i've interviewed a lot of people i've been really i, I have no idea how but you know the comic book community has been so cool um i'm i'm you know a complete nobody like i i'm not involved in comics other than just a, a reader and collector so uh i don't know anybody who works on comic books or anything like that but these people have been so amazing to where you know i can just uh send them an email and say, Hey, I, I run this podcast, you know, give them a little bit of information on it. And, um, and they get right back to me and they're like, yeah, I'd love to do it. We set up a time and, and then we hop on. So it's been so cool. And I've, I've talked to, you know, some of my, my favorite writers and artists and stuff like that. It's been insane. Like I never thought that would happen. Um, so, so that's been really cool when I reached out to Michael and I thought it was going to be a long shot because I, I don't know if you and I discussed this or not before, but, this was uh, the cover of, of previews for, I, I can't remember this August oh. or September issue or whatever. We did so talk the about cover, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the cover of previews, the the comic book you know catalog that the shops order from and all of that. So this was the cover. So I was like, I don't know, dude's probably gonna be so busy. He's probably gonna have time, whatever. I'll reach out anyways. Um, but yeah, he, he got right back with me and was like, hell yeah, let's do it. I was I was really stoked. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I talked to him. I tried to keep it like, you know, very focused on this because he's done a lot of other stuff that I really love too. He did Wend with um, James Tanian, which is such a cool book. And, and that's still going. He's done a lot of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles work, which, yeah, hands down. I awesome love the book. print of, um, I think there's a print that he has of uh, Michelangelo sitting um sitting and then he's like looking at his uh he's looking at something and then yeah. on the wall is all of the other teenage mutant ninja turtles weapons that he uses because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the last thrown in now mm -hmm. I, yep. I mean i saw that i was like wow and i know that uh michael did that and i was like wow that was really cool really cool concept yeah it's insane how how great of an artist he is like he's mm -hmm. he's really really good and like he's got a very unique style that i really like a lot uh just uh really cool so so yeah, um, I tried to keep it really focused on this book. We talked a little bit about you know other stuff, him him breaking into comics, him uh, working with with James Tunnian and all of that, which was really cool. But yeah, once we got into this comic, I you know it, it was almost like I was starstruck because he. A lot of times people don't do this. A lot of times whenever a book is coming out and it's not released yet, because I interviewed him before the book actually came out, 
Uh, I just, you know, kind of have the synopsis to go off of, uh, you know, whatever, like some, some questions that I think, you know, will might pertain to the book or whatever, but Michael was super cool. It was, I, I want to say, I talked to him about a week and a half, maybe two weeks before the book came out. And he's like, cool, here's a PDF of the entire book, you know, the entire issue and everything. And I was like, I get to read the book first. This is so cool. I don't ever get to do this. So, uh, so I got to read it and, and, and talk to him, you know, directly about, the things that happened in the book and all of that, you know, I try to keep it really spoiler free and everything, but, um, but yeah, it was so cool talking to him. Such a cool guy. And, and I'll say this too. He is somebody who really is like super passionate about what he's doing. So he was really excited to talk about everything. And I try to keep all the interviews like always in my mind. I'm like, let's do 30 minutes. They always end up at 45 because I'm pretty long winded too. But, um, I mean, we talked for about 30 minutes before we started recording. And then after we were done recording, we talked close to an hour. So like, I mean, wow. just a, a really cool guy. And when I say passionate about this project and, and about the stuff he's working on, like you won't meet anybody else that's more passionate about the stuff that they're doing. Like he is just in it. So <laughs> really cool. I was really excited to talk to him. It was very awesome. That's cool. That's yeah. a uh, yeah, and I saw the po the podcast length of your last podcast. And it was like two hours or something like that. I think yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it was a long. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that's kind of longer than usual. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, glad we, it went we, well. We, that's we, awesome. Yeah, it went really well. So, how about I? I know you uh, typically, or or you do. I, I can't remember exactly, but I, I know you read digitally a lot. Yeah. Have you made it to like your local comic book shop this week at all, or, or last no, week? Or uh, no. Okay. Uh, Two weeks ago was the last time I went. Okay. They have all my pulls like in my box still. So yeah. uh, it's it's really a uh, it's really just getting down there. That's like the hardest part for yeah, me because I'm I'm very like loyal yeah. to them and mm -hmm. uh, it's like forty five minutes away. So oh wow, yeah, that's all about me going down there and doing stuff. But why do you ask? Uh, the reason that I ask is because I was wondering how the you know like community around this book was because I'm. I, I discussed this with uh, Bob on, on the regular feed. Like it was so crazy, you know, to, again, like I read this book beforehand, I interviewed Michael and then going into the shop the day of release, this book was all over my shop. It was like my shop does, there's like three, like, you know, steady employees, like the owner and then like two guys who, who have, you know, who are always there or whatever. So like on the new releases, like everybody puts up like a little, like this is their pick of the week. Um, they do like a reading pick of the week, a cover pick of the week, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like everything's like a pick of the week. There's a shop dog there. And like the shop dog has a pick of the week and all of that. Mm -hmm. So they're really, you know, based on that, but like everybody, everybody was talking about this book. Everybody had a copy in their hand. Every single person, you know, waiting in line and everything had the regular A cover. They had the Scotty Young FOC reveal and they had the uh, incentive cover. Like everybody was all about this book. So I was just wondering if it was the same thing over there on the other side of the country. But yeah, I have not, I have not been to the shop, but I know that this book has already gone to second print. Yep. So <laughs> that's, that's saying a lot after the yeah. first couple of days, it already went into second print. So yeah, nuts, it must right? be flying and off the shelves. The cool thing was, uh, I, I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't use the phrase or, or word like humble. Like, it's not like Michael, like, I, I wouldn't say he was like super humble, but I mean, he wasn't bragging or anything. Like, you know, there's a pretty good like middle ground there, but like he was, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit off air, but he was just like, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I don't know how this book is going to do. I don't know if it's going to do okay. Uh, I don't know if, if people are going to like it. You know, I'm really anxious right now and it's about to come out and everything. And I was like, 
I was like, dude, this is going to be the top of everybody's going to be talking about this thing. And he was like, I don't know. So I'm really anxious to send him an email, you know, and, and talk to him and, and, you know, ask what he thinks now, you know, now that it's gone to a second print now that everybody loves it and all of that. Like, I, I think that would be really cool to follow up, but yeah, uh, just uh, re really cool and, and such a cool guy. So, yeah. I'm glad such a, a, a cool guy that you got to talk to or whatever is just having success, you know, regardless yeah. of <laughs> regard, cause he's been working hard for yeah, like a for while. Sure. So it's like in due time, he'll have this, like he'll get what's coming, which is like the rewards of, whatever he's been working on. This book is very, very like vibrant and colorful. And the fact that yeah. you said that there was a Scotty Young cover, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense, you know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It right. reminds me a lot of Scotty Young and how Scotty Young uh, does his stuff where he, he'll do the art for it. And then he'll also like write, like he wrote um, Twig, which came out yep. last year. Oh man, yeah. Which I, was, I was a fan of Twig. Uh, there should be, ooh, that's the Scotty yeah, Young cover. Scotty Young. Yeah, yeah. And Scotty Young is just one of those people where you you see something that he's done and you're like, that's Scotty Young, you know, yeah, like that's yeah, for exactly. sure Scotty Young. It's so. Is that another Scotty Young cover? That that's an incentive, yeah, the incentive. So. Oh wow, that one's yeah. that one looks crazy. Yeah, really good, yeah. And, and uh, Michael did that, so yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, this this book by itself is something to look at and be like, oh, there's something unique going on here. Yeah. From from the get go, it's like, oh, okay. The designs are really cool. The art's really cool. I love the vibrancy. I love the uh, the neon, the the purples and the greens, the weird the weirdness of it. Yeah. Uh, I think I might like the concept more than I actually like the the content mm -hmm. <laughs> a little bit because sure. I was reading it and the content. I was like, okay, the characterizations are there, but like some of them seemed a little off to me. But mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, and you're like looking at a book that's like something new and something. Uh, like creatively different than something that I'm, I'm used to reading, then, th then there's, there's reason to pick it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And I think, you know, for, for like you or I, you know, not, not having Michael here on the show and, and all that. And like, we can talk more, you know, straightforward about it or whatever. A lot of times, I, I don't know about you. I don't know how big you are into like boom studios books or whatever, but uh, boom does boom box, which is like an all ages, uh, imprint or, or whatever um mm. of boom studio so as as you see this is a, a boom box book so it's like an all ages book so everything is here you know in here is going to be safe for for all ages to read and all of that and i don't have a problem with that kind of thing like i i collect adventure time and steven universe comics and stuff like that too uh power ranger stuff all of that stuff but sometimes that can be like a little it's it's almost like you know throwing a label out there that's like all right, you're not going to get like too deep into anything. Like there's not going to be, uh, you know, uh, people like so passionate that, you know, about a certain thing that like, you know, there's going to be like cuss words in there. That's not going to be like super violent. Not that, not that a comic book needs those things, but you know, like sometimes that kind of thing can turn people off or whatever. And and I, I had that thought at first too, you know, when I saw it was Boombox, I was like, okay, so for all ages, it's not going to be exactly what I'm, you know, used to for like an indie book. Um, but but I think that the workarounds in this are, are like, I, I think that he achieves all of that uh, really, really well. One of the mm -hmm. things that I like about this book a lot, and we'll, I guess we'll get into our more traditional breakdown of it in a minute. But, um, but one of the things that I do like about it that I pointed out to Michael when I had him on was it, the setting. I, I really like the world building a lot. I think that's my favorite part of it because it's almost like post-apocalyptic uh, dystopian like future but at the same time, it's not, and it's this really vibrant city. And I'm like, 
how do you have both of those things going on here? But it like, it shouldn't work. Like it honestly shouldn't work because they're two very different things. And I don't understand how you bridged that and, and like made it both of those things. And it's not that Michael like had an answer for me really, but uh, of course, you know, a lot of it was like, Hey, there's a lot more to come. There's a lot more that, un, you know, reveals like, you know, what happened before and all this. And I'm like, okay, okay. I probably need to step back and just, you know, wait until I read those issues to understand that. But, uh, but I, I really like that about the book. That's something that I just, I can't think of anything else where I've really seen that. Usually you get the uh, dystopian future or whatever. And that's like kind of the showcase. You don't have like this big, nice city along with it. Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was a really cool juxtaposition. Yeah. And that's the, uh, the, the, the world building, I guess that, that you would say, like the concept of this world where mm -hmm. uh, there's this, uh, uh, legend or mythology of this creature that is eating people the globity gook or whatever they call it globgeist <laughs> yeah, yeah. or whatever yeah, it was. something like that yeah. the gobblegeist the scary gobblegeist that's what the the girl calls it the sister of the guy uh when she says the gobblegeist like there's this legend that like uh someone go when you go to this place that oh, i hope you don't get eaten by the gobblegeist or whatever like that and then it turns out to actually be true and that's yeah <laughs> that's zawa or right that's the is that that's the name of the the creature I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. I don't we know. Have... If... Oh yeah, yeah. We we do call it out towards the end of the book. It definitely it definitely says it. And there's this like great, you know, my splash pages. There's a great splash page where it yeah. says Zawa in the top. Yeah, that one. Yep. Yeah. Really cool. That could have been the cover. I thought that would have been really yeah. cool. Uh, Last Guardian of the Mountain. So like uh, that that thing is cool about it. The mythology of it, and there's also some like sinister doings from the the guy who's in charge of this mm -hmm. factory or this company or whatever like that. We don't really see that guy very much. Um, but it's, it's this thing where they've let the, the cat out of the bag or they've let this monster loose on the city, but this monster isn't really a monster. It's kind of like just, uh, it's just like this thing that's like, uh, not hasn't been around people. So it doesn't really know how to act. So it's going to be one of those things where, they probably befriend it and they uh, go on these adventures or they try and stop it from happening, something like that. But the quirkiness of it reminded me a lot of uh, uh, Invader Zim. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't <laughs> even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It reminded me of yeah, Invader Zim that. a little bit with the quirkiness, mm -hmm. with the, uh, because there's like monsters and it's kind of like weird and like scary, but it's not because yeah. at the end it, uh, it just eats something. It goes, hmm, that was good, you know? And it's mm -hmm. just like, oh, it's like a little quirky which makes it the all ages aspect as well. But yeah. yeah and that's, it, go ahead, it's go ahead. funny too, because that's kind of like the, the point of the book. And again, like I have the, um, I've read it a few times, you know, and I read it right before we, we started this record too, but it's kind of like Zawa is, is imprisoned and given basically like trash, you know, that that's what Zawa's feeding off you know, trash. Um, and, and it makes Zawa like this really sad creature or whatever. And we don't know yet why Zawa is imprisoned here, what would happen if Zawa wasn't and why uh, obviously society works the way it does in this, in this place. And, and, you know, the mayor's tied into it and everything uh, by, by suppressing this creature. Whenever Zawa's given like good nourishing food is whenever Zawa becomes the Zawa that's on the cover of the book and the, the happy Zawa at the end. So yeah, it's all tied into food. Uh, it's all tied into like not eating the garbage and then eating good food. Uh, so, so we don't know exactly like what that is yet or why that is, but obviously we'll find that out as the series goes along. 
Um, yeah, it's it's I I actually asked Michael, and this might have been like you know going into like a weird territory with him. I'm not sure like how he took it, but I, I mentioned rare flavors because I was like, look, you have a really food focused book. Like it's it's really focused on food here. Rom V just came out with rare flavors, you know, the, and that's you know completely centered around food. That's the whole you know. Mm-hmm basic point of the book or whatever. And I, I was like, you got a lot of this in there. Um, you got these kids that like work in, in a bakery. You have the mom working for the mayor, you know, developing uh, drinks and food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, so Ron V decided to, to put recipes in his book, you know, and, and make them work along with the story and everything. Uh, and, and Michael was kind of like, yeah, I, I had some of those thoughts too. Uh, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe if we did really well, like maybe there'd be some supplemental material that comes along later, like in, in trades or something with like some recipes and stuff in it, which I thought m- might be a cool idea, you know, without really lifting anything from something like rare flavors. But, uh, but yeah, they, they both use food and they use them in a really, really different way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's not, I thought that was interesting. It's not like Ice Cream Man, you know, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like true, true. Ice Cream Man is like one of those uh, books that I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's all based on like um, ice cream or it's all based on like the Ice Cream Man walking yep. walk around feeding people like these uh, these ice creams. But it's not really about that at all. It has nothing yeah. to do with food. <laughs> it's all about scary stories and disgusting things. Uh, this is actually like what it reminded me of is like um, the fast food industry's hold on a nation kind of. Yeah. Uh, and like how it can destroy certain aspects of it. And like, even like, I don't know, create poverty in some way or create this dystopian era of, um, it reminded me a little bit of like idiocracy too. How like the, oh, man. the have you seen that movie? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. A million times. Yeah. Love Did you know that the Crocs came from that movie? No. Did you ever know that? No, no, I had no for all the, for all the viewers who are watching this, there's a, that's like quick little tidbit is uh uh mike judge who is the creator of idiocracy beeps yep. and butthead king of the hill he said i really want these people to like wear like the stupidest shoes can you design something like that for me and the person who designed those shoes designed crocs for the movie wow. and then he was like these are so stupid like i'm gonna have everybody wear these in the movie those are the first time crocs were used ever and then wow. that person who created crocs actually sold them after the movie and they became crocs that's insane yeah i had no that's clue. a crazy yeah that's a crazy tidbit that i just know randomly a fact of but uh wow. but yeah this reminds me of kind of like the fast food in that movie where it was just like welcome to carl's jr fuck you or whatever like <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take away your baby like you are unfit yep. to be a mother uh because they have like this hold because they're just a corporation and they have all this money and the people who are in charge of these things kind of like poison people at the same time mm-hmm. and they make them addicted to it because of all like the sodium or whatever. And yeah. it's kind of reminded me of that too, where this guy's developing uh, in the bakery, he's developing this good food that his dad would have been proud of. So his dad passed away and his, they're like, they keep saying, Oh, your dad would be so proud. Your dad would be so proud of this uh, food that you're making. You're just like your dad. Um, I wonder if that's going to come into play a little bit. Like what happened with the dad? Because maybe this dad was making good food and this guy, the corporation didn't like it or something like that. Maybe it was helping people with like the nourishment. Not sure, but <laughs> I'm, I could go way off into these like tangents. But well, yeah, I mean, I, that that's something that I didn't notice the first time I read the book. It, it took me like till the second time, but I honestly, it, it was pretty straightforward, but I didn't put it together. You know, the the first few panels we have uh, somebody going to visit Zawa and, and giving them some some food. 
Um, and you know, it's a, it's a nice encounter, obviously, uh, you know, it's like, here you go, you know, I'm sorry, uh, things will be better soon or whatever it is like, uh, and then, and then it's like 10 years later and then it shows the, the current time in the book. And, and I, obviously that was, that was the dad, uh, you know, giving Zawa oh, good food. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't so even realize. I, yeah, you know, I didn't catch it the first time I read it at all. Oh, like, yeah, I, I I've only, I only read it once, and I, yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy in the beginning. There you mm -hmm. go. That makes yeah, a lot yeah, of so sense. so that's the dad. Yeah, so it ties that in. But, um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. And I don't want to – I don't, I don't want to make it sound like uh, – uh, I'm not sure how to put it. I don't want to make it, I don't want to like dumb it down. You know, this, this is an all ages book. Like this is absolutely right. an all ages book. This will, I, I feel like this is probably, in my opinion, a little more appealing to, to people like younger than us. Now, with that being said, like, this is a, a good read. Like I, I really like it. I enjoy it. I think I'm probably going to enjoy it for the art more than the, than the concept of the book, but I really like the concept of the book. So we'll, I'm not even trying to say that we're at that place in the podcast yet where we're, you know, uh, recommending the book or not recommending or whatever. I just think it's a very nuanced book. And I think that it would be worth knowing that going in, that, right. uh, you know, kind of prepare yourself for an all ages book. If, if you're cool with that, then, then this, like this checks all the boxes and this works really, really well. If you're not looking for an all ages book, I don't know. Like I, I, I do feel like, this works absolutely uh, on, on, on its merits alone. And you can read this as an adult and really enjoy it, but it does have that all ages feel if any of that makes sense. I feel like I'm right. contradicting myself a little I bit. I know but, I completely agree. Yeah. Don't go into this expecting the best dialogue. Don't mm -hmm. go into this expecting like the best, I don't know, character growth or characterizations of characters go in this thinking I'm going to, dive into this world like a like a scotty young would like a scotty yeah. young book and i'm gonna look at all these cool things that are going on in here and i'm gonna enjoy it just i'm just gonna enjoy the ride of it and yeah. just hopefully get some some good uh some good read out of it like some good enjoyment of just you know looking at pages reading the reading what's on the pages and not expecting this to go super above and beyond of what what might you might be used to especially if you're like an avid reader and you've read everything under the sun <laughs> yeah, sure. like if you pick up every single book and you're like i know exactly what's a good read or what's a bad read just go into it like i don't know as like popcorn popcorn book it's kind of like a popcorn movie you know it's just like i'm not going to fast and furious expecting the best dialogue and whatever i'm going there to just enjoy my time and in this case it's i'm enjoying all the things in the background Honestly, mm -hmm. I'm enjoying there's a, a good page where where you said like it said 10 years later. Yeah. There's a beautiful page of like this like fish that has like this ball at the end of its um, <laughs> mouth. There's like food. There's just like ads everywhere. There's all these nice lights like it looks very Christmassy. There's like this tree that's the, the shape of a person. There's there's so much like little stuff in there. And then but in the background of that, I'm like, oh, cool. We see the corporations and all the smog that's filling the city. And those are like the little things that I'm like, okay, I'm not looking to get in depth with the dialogue or the the words or whatever. I'm looking for this for like all the little tidbits of art that I can I can pretty much tell you what this book's about by not reading it. I can tell you exactly what's going on, which is 
which is what I took it as. And I actually like it. And the character designs, fantastic. I love, uh, I just really enjoy the art for sure. And I love the world that he's building. Yeah, it's some great art. And, and yeah, I mean, perfectly said there. The, the world building is really, really good. The, the story, there's a lot more to it than, than what we see here in this first issue. You can obviously tell there's going to be a lot, you know, uh, coming later from this. Now, one of the things that I do want to say about it before we get it, you know, get, get to the part where we, you know, uh, recommend it or not or, or whatever uh, is it's, I feel like it's, it's a pretty simple, straightforward story. I don't see anything wrong with that. I love, uh, you know, a lot of stories that are really simple and straightforward, but I'm going to equate it to something. And, and this could be like a super hot take. So I don't know. I, I don't mean to offend anybody listening or anything like that, or, or you, if you're, you're really into this, but I'm like, I'm always uh, going to be like more of a Marvel guy. Like I, I, you know, Spider-Man, you know, that kind of thing. Like, as opposed to like uh, reading like a DC comic book. So sometimes I feel like, Although both the you know both the publishers have very like uh, you know long histories with with their characters and, and, and drawn out backstories and and lots of nuance and everything, when I think about it like at a at a base level like a, at a really simple you know straightforward level, I'm more uh, I'm, I'm going to gravitate towards like you know picking up a, a Spider Man a Wolverine book whatever as opposed to Batman. If I see Batman sitting there on the stands, I'm like it's 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 really straightforward like it's it's batman versus the joker it's it's a guy dressed up it's a it's it's a guy who has a bunch of money who dresses up like a bat and fights crime okay that's that's cool like and you can do a lot with that and sometimes it really really works and sometimes it's really really boring to me um so okay (laughs) that is an interesting hot take because i have a friend who's the exact opposite really where he's like, I will pick up a Batman book before I pick mm-hmm. up any Marvel book because I'm not interested in what Spider-Man's doing during the day. I want to see Batman yeah. mess up those villains and see yes, like, yes. how he does it this time. You know what I mean? I just want to yeah. see like what goes on in this version of the Batman story. You know? No, and, and that makes perfect sense. And that's the reason that I bring it up and kind of where I wanted to go with what I was saying. Uh, again, these are this book is very, very different from any DC or Marvel book. This is not like Batman. This is not like Spider-Man. This, right. is, this is its own thing. It's very, very different. Mm-hmm. The reason that I bring that up and say that is because like, like we saw with uh, the city of madness, it was that the name of the Batman book. Batman book? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah. War book? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like we saw with that, I love that book, dude. I thought it was awesome. It was so mm-hmm. good. It was really, really cool. And it was really you can tell a really compelling Batman story and you can't like, there's a a million really, really good Batman stories that I love that I think are really, really good. But the day to day, like regular Batman is a little bit boring to me. So I, so I kind of stay away from Mm. it for the most part. Now I think the same thing about stuff like this or all ages books. Like if it's work to go into them and really have some depth and make them really, really good and compelling in my opinion. And at the surface level, they might be a little too straightforward. To me, I see this appealing to a lot of people and I see it being like a really, really good book. I like it a lot because I think that Michael has really dug in deep and done his homework on it and really fleshed this out. But I think it would be really, really easy in anybody else's hand to make this like a, a very boring book that I would just kind of show off, you know, not care about. Oh, so okay. I see that's kind of the reason I bring it up. Like I'm not equating it to, to any, any of those other things, but I think that people, uh, you know, are going to kind of gravitate towards the simplicity of it. 
But if you want to peel back the layers a little bit, there's a lot there to peel back. There's a lot you could do. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And there's a lot he's probably trying to do. And that's yeah. why the beginning had uh, that flashback. That's why the, yeah. the, I like the, I, I really enjoy um, what you're saying about uniqueness and mm -hmm. not being boring because yeah. it's true. You can make a book that is just, that's the same book, but it doesn't have all these unique aspects of it. Yeah. Like the Zawa character design itself. It to me is very unique. It's very like, yeah. Yeah. it's very pushed towards people who like Coraline or something like mm -hmm. that, where it's like, oh, there's this like dark entity, but really there's like this good feel, this feel good like element to it where it's not so serious. It's not so like, oh, everything has to be like a great character dialogue between two people. It's like, well, let's just get the task done and do it in a unique way with personality. And I mm -hmm. kind of enjoy that. And I, I, I understand what you mean about the Batman thing. And what I liked about City of Madness, which we've done, is the unique take on the Batman story. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not about Batman. That's, that book is not about Batman at all. It's about the things that go on underneath Batman's watch and mm -hmm. all the different elements that could happen that we don't see. And that's much more interesting to me than Batman has this mission he has to fight the Joker, and I agree with you on that. It's it's uh, I want to see the the underbelly, which is what this book is really. It's like seeing the underbelly yeah, of the really city because we don't get into anything about what the city's like at all. We go into the underbelly of like what's really going on, which is kind of cool, and I like that. And it's yeah, the definitely agree with you on on that part. And I don't think that that's a hot take really. I think people would agree with you <laughs> sure. for the I most mean, that, part. Except for my yeah, friend who loves Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean shit, yeah, walk into my local comic book shop and tell them that you're not like the biggest Batman fan in the entire world. No. And they'll yeah. scoff and they'll, they'll <laughs> yeah, beat you like, up. Look at out their pitchforks. Like, they're like, wait a second, we are called Gotham City Limit. Um, but, oh, yeah. they are? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Batman thing to me, I've I've love I love Batman, but I love Batman stories. I don't really love Batman as the yeah. character. You know what I mean? I sure. love um, the different types of Batman stories. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and I mean, just to circle back to that, you know, I mean, uh, not not that I need to defend myself. We're gonna get killed but, after uh, saying yeah, all this yeah, stuff yeah, bad absolutely. about Batman. <laughs> We've done it on the regular feed a lot. Don't worry, but uh, yeah. yeah, um, the uh, I I think my biggest problem is. Yeah, there, there's a lot there with, with Batman. There's a lot there you can do with Batman. I think that, you know, again, like on the surface level, like, I mean, like watching the, the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson and stuff like that. No, no thanks. That's like the worst Batman story I've ever heard in my entire life. I didn't want nothing to do with it. That's a real it, hot take right yeah, there. Yeah, I think it's terrible. Um, I like that hot take. That's, <laughs> that's a great uh, hot take. You know why? Because I watched it the first time. I thought it was amazing. I watched it the second time and I turned it off. Yeah, it's bad. It's so halfway bad. Halfway through, I was like, I don't care anymore. I didn't care. Yeah. I think they but messed it, up the Riddler. Let's not go into the Batman. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, it, it, I can talk it, about that all day. It's it's a Batman movie for people who don't like like comic books and stuff, in my opinion. It's like it's like it's like a film, you know, it's like one of those mm. it's for film snobs. Like right. but but my biggest problem with Batman, and again, like we'll we'll move away from this very poor Zawa is getting no yeah. love right now. I know, I know. <laughs> it's okay. Look, we're 35 minutes in, it's fine. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's the Joker. I don't like the Joker. I think he's a bad character. And, and I think that like, you know, as like a, a, a small Batman villain, like sure have the Joker, but as his like main antagonist all the time. And we always have this Joker stuff. Dude, I'm not interested. The Joker's a lame character. Anyways, hot take over. <laughs> but, 
yeah, just just not into the joke very much. But um, but yeah, Zawa, <laughs> uh, you know, g- getting back to the book, and and again, like I did say, we were like you know thirty five in, so we could wrap this up. But uh, but you know, just getting back to the book, in my opinion, you know, what I will say about it has, is Michael has really really thought about this world, really fleshed it out. Uh, please, everybody, if you've not heard that interview yet, go go listen to it because just to listen to Michael talk about this book is is really cool. But I I would I would absolutely say you know yes, move on to issue number two. There's a lot here to go off of. It is a really really cool fun story. Um, but just go in like you know expecting to have some fun because it's got that kind of tone to it. It's fun. It's like a fun adventure. Um, you're not gonna you know. Zawa's not going to pull out like an AK and start shooting people. Like it doesn't have that kind of thing in it. Like it's not, there's not going to be killing and stuff. Uh, it, it's, it's like a fun all ages romp, but it works if you're an adult too. Um, so, so that's, uh, that's kind of where I land on it. And I'd love to hear like where you land on it. Um, I agree. Go into this, not expecting um, the most amazing. Uh, I've said this before. Don't expect the most amazing dialogue. Don't expect the most amazing like plot ever go in just thinking this is a a unique take on on characters that are interesting and uh we're getting into world building so it's not like you're just going to get everything right away yeah Uh, you're it's going to take some time probably for this to flesh out a little bit but if you liked if you like invader zim (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So if you like Invader Zim, like the quirkiness of it, the weirdness of it, uh, the designs. If you go into this just wanting to appreciate some good designs, some good art, some uh, some something different, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're just reading Batman, Spider-Man comics all the time, and you're like, you know, I want to read something different and just try out something that it's a, it's a little cool, a little uh, a little different than what I'm used to. Then go into this uh, thinking that, pick it up. Uh, I I'm gonna read issue two for sure. Uh, I do want the physical copy actually, yeah. <laughs> but I read it digitally. Uh, it's the it's the same thing, but I I think I'm probably gonna ask my. Uh, hopefully they didn't sell out. I'm probably gonna grab this in a physical copy, just so I can have it because I think that this could be something that later down the line I could like give this to someone else like as a full story in physical format and they would actually appreciate it like um, a kid. You know, yeah. I'm a teacher, so if I could give these comics to someone, they would probably actually appreciate it. Um, junior high, high school type, middle school, high school type ages would love this. So oh, yeah, absolutely. if you're yeah. into that type of stuff and you don't mind it, then, you know, go into this and pick it up. Try it out. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, and, and, and well put. Um, I, I again, like I, I do like this. I don't want it to come across, you know, any other way this this was a really good book and i absolutely recommend it i just wanted to to you know like dig in deep you know and and, and say what what we had to say about it so uh so yeah guys zawa number one really really striking cover here really amazing artwork and uh zawa belly of the beast number one uh in all accounts there but uh yeah really cool book definitely definitely go out and pick that up it might be a little bit hard. Like Nick said at the beginning, this is sold out uh, at the distributor level, at least, and going to a second print. So you might have to wait on that second print, which I think drops December 6th, I think. Uh, got a cool new second print cover uh, that, that Michael did the artwork for. So, you know, pick that up. Or, or if you have to, you know, maybe go try to find the incentive or the Scotty Young or whatever. But, uh, yeah, there's 
if you can still find it out there, I would absolutely pick it up. That, that's all I can say and ask your shops to make sure they get you on issue number two or that second print or whatever. Um, and I guess, you know, that's, that wraps it up. That's all we got to say about it. Uh, but thank you so much, Nick, for covering this book with me. Much appreciated. Thanks. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, make sure you use our hashtag all new, all different nation. You could win a copy of this book. Uh, yeah. And, and again, man, I, I want to give this away to somebody because this is some top notch, uh, just, if you just want a really amazing cover sitting in your collection, uh, you'll get one here. So if, if nothing else, I agree. Um, you have that. So go yeah. support Michael because he wrote this and he did the R and he did the cover. <laughs> yeah. He, he what a, what an amazing guy. Yeah. Yeah. He knocked it out of the park. So make sure you guys support him so we can see more of his stuff upcoming, but yeah. Thank you so much, Nick, much appreciated. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.